Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 71, the 71st episode of Wolf Den Live. That is the the lamest one you have <laughs> ever done. You know, it's hard to come up with these things, like all off the top of top of my head. Hello, Lucas. Hello, Cowboy. Hello, Thunder Goku. Hello, Mid Games. Hello, Fred. Hello, AJ. Hello, Thunder Goku again. <laughs> Hello. Frohan, Alejandro, all you people, Daniel, hello, 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 how are you? Hello, Everybody everyone, good? anyone who has come to join us on this. Everybody excited for Pokemans? Yeah. Uh, do you know, speaking of Goku, you see they announced uh, they're going to have the first all-female, all-female, all all the first full-blooded female Saiyan. I did see that. Lord knows where she came from, <laughs> probably wherever, the, you know, Krypton, wherever they come from. <laughs> We got a lot to talk about today, and by a lot, I mean a lot of little things. Big one being the Pokemon thing. But first, right. I want to show you a little toy I got. Do you know what this is? That looks like a dongle. Uh, looks like you could attach it to either an iPhone or an iPad. It sure is a dongle. Uh, and you put an SD card in there. Yes, you'd be correct. So you put an SD card in it, you plug it into your phone, and you could uh, upload photos from a digital camera straight to your phone. And I did this for my Instagram stories. Instagram.com slash Bob Wolf art. Because <laughs> Bob Wolf was taken by the VP of Adobe. Yeah. The only URL that he freaking took from me. Um, however, I had some major issues getting video to work from my Sony camera. Really? So you can follow my story over on Instagram <laughs> of how much of a nightmare this little thing was. But anyway, there you go. that's my little story. Go follow me on Instagram. Um. Let's see. Let's do. We want to start with Pokemon. Let's start with Pokemon. All right. Let's start with Pokemon. Let's dive. I don't think I know this news. Whatever you're going to say. Well, so I saw it the other day from uh uh Reddit. It was Mm -hmm. on Reddit, and then I saw some other people reporting on it, and they all stole with this guy's theory from Reddit. They all just blatantly like lifted it. So, this guy's Reddit post says, uh, could there be a Pokemon game announced as soon as next week? Meaning, I think this week. This was posted three days ago. So, sometime this week or next week. Too long didn't read. Pokemon mainline games traditionally get announced in early May and never get announced at an E3 before. See images. Uh, I brought this up on Twitter. I don't know who he is, so whatever. Before and wanted to share it here because I think it's quite interesting. As shown in this image, May early May has traditionally been the time for Pokemon to announce or show info about their new game. And as I see here, what is what is this image? Let's take 20 minutes to load, why don't we? Oh, God, it's a big, long thing. Uh, I'll read that later. There, these are some really interesting facts. Okay, wait, there's a, probably should have prepared this before, but there <laughs> is a, Digital Times has a, has a better list. They, again, just lifted this guy's Reddit post. <laughs> Pretty much every year in May, there's been an announcement for Pokemon. Uh, but since the potential mainline series Pokemon Stars, the hot topic right now, look at when the main t- Pokemon games were announced going back to 2008. So Pokemon Platinum was announced in May of 2008. Pokemon Black and White was announced in April 2010. Release date for March 2011. Black and White 2, uh, February 2012. Pokemon X and Y, January 2013. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, May 2014. Pokemon Sun and Moon, February 2016. So by this guy's account, a Pokemon game should have been announced by now. Yes. Uh, the only year... There was one year that didn't have a Pokemon game. Since 2008, 2008. any two-year gap between Pokemon release was immediately followed by a yearly release. Yes. Where's the rest of his thing? Uh, some interesting facts here. It definitely feels like there's a high chance of Pokemon Stars, or whatever they call it, to get announced soon. I also keep seeing discussion about Pokemon game to get announced at E3, but that's very unlikely, as it never happened before, and I don't... Of, of course, I don't think that's going to happen. I also, well, yeah, I don't, yeah, I've never seen a Pokemon game at E3. Yeah. Uh, Did they have one last year? Like They had Breath of the Wild, but they also showed some of, I think, Pokemon Sun and Moon. The entire booth was 
Zelda. Right, but I think they're in their direct they talked about Son of Probably. Moon. Probably. Yeah, bit. the yeah. directs the directs, I'm sure they talk a little bit about it, but they yeah. don't announce it in those directs. Right. Uh but on the show floor, I have I have never seen a Pokemon right. game. Right. Uh, there's also this NeoGAF thread that shows there could be a Nintendo Direct co- upcoming soon, even before E3. Too long didn't read Nintendo basically made space for a new Nintendo Direct on their website. They usually only do this around a week before a new Direct happens. The same thing happened with Pokemon Direct before. Also, interesting fact that's not in here. Nintendo deleted their X and... Wait. Was it X and Y? They deleted one of their Nintendo Directs for for Pokemon. Really? Yeah. It was very strange. Uh, It was in the iDigital Times article. They deleted the Sun and Moon Direct on their YouTube channel, which is not something Nintendo does. So that's weird. That, I think, gives more clout to the fact that they're going to have a port or a Stars or something for another device. Uh, giving Pokemon its own event has always made a lot of sense since that one game alone brings a lot of attention. Mixing it with the other E3 games might just overshadow most other games. We all heard of the Pokemon Stars rumor or Eclipse, whatever you think it's going to be called. If the game really does release this year, they have to announce it soon to get their marketing, blah, 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 blah. So, Will, what do you think we're going to see Pokemon this year? Um, I don't know. Um, Sun and Moon came out last year. Um, and it looks like, you know, judging from the trends, they will announce, like, the third game soon. They should be announcing it soon. If they're not going to announce Stars or Eclipse, whatever they call it, this year, then they might not release it anytime soon. They, you know, they might just wait till the next, you know, Pokemon right. thing. Uh, do you think it'll be, do you think it'll be late this year or early next year that they'll release it? probably release it now either way if they announce it sometime soon they they might release it like late this year the thing is because whatever they do for pokemon if you ask me it'll be on the 3ds yeah i was gonna say a lot of people are hoping for a switch release like me uh and a lot of you know everybody's been dying for a pokemon game like that that home console on a home console which i always thought would never happen the switch is the perfect excuse to have that happen but they keep releasing uh, 3DS games. Right. So I th- I think this might end up on yeah. 3DS. Yeah, no, because Pokemon has traditionally been on, you know, it, it's always like a handheld game. And it will release on the handheld that still has a market share and that's still very popular. You know, Black and White 2 came out on the DS when the 3DS was out. So, and I think, you know, uh Golden Silver came out on the Game Boy Color right before the GBA was going to come out. So they didn't like delay it. They just let it come out. I I'd be really disappointed. I'm I would it, I wouldn't get it because I already right. have uh, Moon and I barely touched it. I played like a few hours of it. But I would definitely get it if it was a Switch game cuz right. I I need every Switch game that's ever been created. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I'd be I'd be super super disappointed i i, I will like even if like stars or eclipse or whatever it's called isn't on the switch i guarantee the next one will yeah yeah the well ne- that's the, like how long are they going to keep the 3ds library going i mean probably not that much longer it's it's it looks like they don't want to kill it they don't want to kill it because it's still like you know has what 60 million you know units sold so it's still si- at least 60 million people you know who could play these games right as opposed to like the three million who bought switches look at pokemon uh look at when pokemon go came out everybody ran out and got 3ds's and bought the last pokemon game they bought x and, x and y, y they bought o- omega ruby and Alpha yeah Sapphire. yeah yeah everybody's buying those mm-hmm. even though those came out way before so the pokemon franchise is way bigger than just you know nintendo fanboys and right. video game fans it's people who barely play games they play just pokemon mm-hmm. so that's a way to get people to buy people were buying hardware after playing pokemon go right. they're buying hardware just to get the pokemon game so that is a great way to get people to buy a switch but they want to you're right they want to give it to people 
they already have a huge market share for 3ds so yeah. they want to put on 3ds for some freaking stupid reason and we're just assuming this is just us assuming but again i would absolutely love it on the switch right if it was on both why not they're not gonna happen no let's see what the chat has to say about this yeah everybody wants it on the switch does anybody not want it on the switch lucas says pokemon z pokemon gray and pokemon eclipse are possible interesting so that'd be pokemon x and x y and z yeah pokemon black white and gray, gray. and pokemon eclipse well if you think about it because everybody thought we were gonna get pokemon gray but instead we got black two and white two and then we didn't get a pokemon z i also so... saw a mock-up of um red and blue yeah but with the mega evolutions I forgot okay. what they, I forgot what the mock-up yeah. called it, but that would be that sick. would be really cool. Put that on the Switch, and you will sell a lot of consoles. Yeah. But it looks like for the past few Pokemon games, they haven't been doing the third one. What? Because they they didn't do a gray, they did black two and white two, but those are even treated like separate games. They didn't do right. a Z, and as far as we know, they're not doing Eclipse or Stars. You know, that's just rumor right now. So maybe they they're not going to do a third one. Or maybe they'll do the the mega red or whatever. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, Clorks is red too, standing by. Ah. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Um, I would like that a lot better. Yeah, I would play the hell out of that. It, well, I mean, they could do a sequel, I guess, for Red and Blue, but I'd rather just a remake. Well, I mean, Sun and Moon is technically a sequel because the two main characters are in sun and moon <laughs> right yeah yeah but eh. i know i i want i i want what they did with um omega ruby and alpha sapphire <clears throat> or whatever they're called because i get them mixed up yeah i want that but with pokemon red and pokemon blue because i'll remember i'll have remembered everything and all the people who want to buy your hardware have all the people who want to buy that game have money now and will buy your hardware if you put that thing on the freaking mm -hmm. switch and then have online battles that would be sick uh simon says pokemon qwerty <laughs> pokemon switch bundle says fred that would be the way to go that would that would probably be like their like megaton drop think about how many consoles they will sell this holiday season <clears throat> oh yeah if they have a red and blue yeah. And they're going to have freaking Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. They would sell so many Switches. But they're going to throw it on the 3DS and try to fragment the market a little bit. Yeah. Like a bunch of assholes. Fred says, I'd be, uh, AJ says, I'd be shocked to see a 3DS game released in 2019. 2018 is the cap. Oh, so that would be the cap for 3DS games. I don't know, man. It looks like they just don't want to let go. Yeah. Uh, Richard Powell says, Pokemon is to handheld what Legend of Zelda and Mario are to console. They keep them around to move said hardware. They aren't going to move it on the Switch. I'd be highly surprised. Well, I mean, again, this Mario and Zelda are both on uh, handhelds. Yeah. Well, I guess he's just trying to say, like, you know, Zelda and Mario will move consoles, but Pokemon will move handhelds. Right. Mario and Zelda don't necessarily move handhelds the way Pokemon does. Right. And Pokemon right, doesn't right. necessarily move consoles the way Mario and Zelda do. That's true. But, again, I think a hybrid console is the perfect way to get Pokemon on consoles. The reason why I was against Pokemon on uh, home consoles in the past mm -hmm. is because it's, it's not the experience people think they're going to get. You know? Like... You're not going to get, like, super advanced online play. You're not going to get this, this like, gr big, grandiose, like, RPG. Yeah. You're going to... You're just going to get Pokemon, but on your TV. That's it. It's 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 made for handhelds. But a hybrid console is the best way to to do that. Because you don't, you don't need two screens. Yeah. It would be perfect. And it's going to be cel-shaded and stupid looking. So, it's, you're not going to get, like, Zelda graphics yeah. out of it. Oh, God, imagine Joy-Cons themed like that. Fred's <laughs> got the right idea. Mid-games Pokemon Red and Blue on the Switch remastered would be unreal, especially in full 3D with gasp, dare I say, actual camera rotation. No, you're never going to get that. Yeah. Again, you're going to get a Pokemon game. It's going to be a Pokemon game. It's mm -hmm. going to be like a like a 3D isometric or, you know, like top-down sort of yeah, yeah. game. You're not going to get like a an action rpg yeah. or anything 
It's not going to end up like Final Fantasy. Well, I guess that's all. Basically, Pokemon is probably coming out this year. And probably. If we don't hear about it within the next week or two, then we're never going to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it is my, the most interesting thing I think is that they uh they took down the Sun and Moon uh directs. That's super weird. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense. So moving on, All right. do you have anything? I got a couple of things. Okay, give me just, give me one. Pull them up because I got some stuff. And uh, we got, I want to plow through this because I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> okay, um, Hellboy is coming back to theaters, but not the one we know. Did you hear about this? No. Um, so for those of you, who, real quick, Hellboy. I thought, I thought it wasn't. I thought it was completely done. Here, here's what happened. So Hellboy was a really successful Mike Mignola comic. Everybody loves it. It became two live-action movies directed by Guillermo del Toro and starring Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Neither movie were financially successful. Um, but they're and, called classics. Yeah, they're called classics. They're re- really good movies. But, you know, they've been trying for, like, almost ten years now to get the third one made. And nobody wants to make it. Like, they can't, you know, get the budget or the funding to get this movie. So del Toro is finally like, guys, we can't make it work. I'm sorry. Hellboy 3 is dead. Hellboy Reboot, on the other hand... Oh, come on. (laughs) Hellboy creator Mike Mignola announced on Facebook, this was Monday, that there will be an R-rated big screen reboot for the demonic hero, this time starring Stranger Things' David Harbour as Hellboy. Sadly, Guillermo del Toro seems to be nowhere in sight. Um, It's going going to be rated R. Um, It's going to be directed by Neil Marshall, who directed The Descent and uh, Doomsday and a whole bunch of episodes of Game of Thrones. Um, so yeah, we also know, um, there was more, uh, it has a, it has a writer, Christopher Golden and Mike Bignola are both writing the script. Um, has, it has a title. Where the hell is the title? Uh, It's called Hellboy Rise of the Blood Queen and is aiming to walk the razor's edge between horror and comic book movie. Now the first two Hellboy movies were more like dark fantasy it sounds like this is going full on like the horror movie element of Hellboy. It's going to be scary. It's going to be R. It's going to be violent. It's going to be Guillermo del Toro could do that. He could, and I'm sure he would love to, but it looks that they're going in a completely different direction. And it sucks because everybody likes del Toro's Hellboys. You know, everybody loves Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Ron Perlman was dying to do Hellboy three. He's like, I don't want to get in that makeup again. But I know I have to, so I'll do it. People, that movie would make so much money, especially in today's superhero movie world. Right. I don't understand what their problem is. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel like, because the first Hellboy came out like a week after The Passion of the Christ came out. And like The Passion (laughs) of the Christ was like making all the money in the world. And all of a sudden, this movie comes out with hell in the title doesn't really make a lot of money the second one came out like a month before the dark knight did so it just has like the worst luck in release <laughs> yeah. but you know yeah hellboy 3 could have been something and so you gotta understand del toro like loves hellboy it wasn't just the two movies he got two animated movies made um i forgot what, i think it's like S- sword of iron and blood of something and they had the movie cast they had ron perlman as hellboy and um Doug Jones is Ape Sabian and Summer Blair as uh, Liz. And then he got he got Konami to make a video game for him, like, of Hellboy with the movie cast. The game was garbage. Um, I didn't even know it yeah. existed. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he was really pushing, like, Hellboy. He was as big a part of Hellboy as Mike Mignola was. And now he's no longer part of it. And, it's, and honestly, it looks like they're trying to get – I don't even know who the studio is that's putting this out. But it looks like it's going to be writing the whole R-rated comic book uh, coattails of, like, Deadpool and Logan and things like that. Guillermo del Toro is just getting screwed left and right. Yeah. Um, I forgot what he's directing. I don't even think he's directing um, Pacific Rim 2. He's not. Someone else is doing that. He's in Death Stranding. Yeah. But it looks like like a small... Del Toro, like Del Toro, makes like the most critically acclaimed movies, but nobody sees them. <laughs> yeah, Pacific Rim did really well. Yeah, it did. 
yeah, it did well enough to get a sequel. That was mostly China. Yeah, I was going to say, it. if yeah. it didn't do well here, it definitely did well in China. Yeah. And Japan. Yeah. Because it had uh, Yoji Shinkawa all over it. Yeah. He's the creative director, no, the art director for Metal Gear. Did you say he did art for Call of Duty? I did. I yeah. saw it and I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, new Metal Gear? Damn it, it's Call yeah. of Duty. <laughs> so, yeah, there's it's that. for the zombies. Yeah. So, yeah, new Hellboy coming. Uh, who knows when we'll see it. Uh, David Arbor, who was um, Sheriff Hooper in Stranger Things, is a really good actor. I think he can pull it off, but he's not Ron Perlman. Neil Marshall, The Descent, is one of my favorite horror movies. He's not Guillermo del Toro, so we'll see. Did Guillermo del Toro do something with Call of Duty Zombies? I feel like he did. He might have. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I cannot spell his name. <laughs> del Toro. Call of Duty. Guillermo del Toro talks Call of Duty. Nope. I know he plays it a lot. He like he really likes playing Call of Duty. He doesn't play online because everybody's racist towards him. Yeah, I don't see anything. Yeah. Well, then he's not a real Call of Duty fan. Well, <laughs> everybody knows you got to play those games on ride. Mikachu oh, says, "I hope this is just a huge troll." And Ron Perlman and Guillermo del Toro are in. Are in and doing it. That would that that would be nice. I doubt it. Del, I would be pissed if I was them. Del Toro likes to attach himself to a hundred movies in the hopes that one of them will get made. <laughs> he was supposed to be doing uh, the Incredible Hulk for like years, and that never happened. Speaking of movies, mm-hmm. you see the Blade Runner trailer. Yes, that was that was a very good so, trailer. I've always wanted to see it, but I've never seen Blade Runner. <laughs> I'm bad at movies. Yes. Um, first frame right in the beginning of the trailer, Will, has the Atari logo. Yes. Do you know why that's... No. Okay. I'm assuming that it's a big like building in the original. In the trailer. original, yes. There's a huge billboard for Atari. That is in really funny because that would never happen what's, today. What's fun, <laughs> that, that's part of the whole urban legend of Blade Runner because a lot of the uh, companies that they feature as billboards went through really bad uh, financial times after the movie came oh. out. Like one of them was Coke and then after the movie came out they put out new Coke and everybody hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coke. All right, yeah. Coke. I can. There was a. I think Fuji Films was also there, and like that tanked as well. So, I'm, I really want to see those logos. Yeah, uh, I own two copies of Blade Runner on. Blu-ray I'm account. super into this sci-fi aesthetic. Yeah, especially of Blade Runner. This was the original cyberpunk. Yeah, look. I'm into. I'm into that. I'm yeah. Very into that. But I've never seen it for some reason. Uh, I think the trailer is absolutely gorgeous. I'm playing it right now on screen, but I don't have the audio on because I don't want to get striked. Right. But the there was like a teaser a while ago, and I honestly I was like, it <laughs> it, I I get nothing from this. It looks like they just have uh, what's his name, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, and Harrison Ford. They got two big names. Yeah. And I can't. I, it looks like they're just gonna. They, they're just. They're just trying to make a movie. Yeah. They're just trying to make some money. But this looks awesome yeah i'm into it um yeah the original blade runner is a weird film because it wasn't successful when it came out but over time like it, it got like such a huge cult following they released a director's cut in 92 and by director's cut i mean warner brothers put it together based on ridley scott's notes and ridley scott just said close enough <laughs> then in i 2007 ridley scott said you know what let me fix that director's cut you made. And that became the final cut mm. of Blade Runner. So this guy has this weird long history. And watching it for the first time, I didn't get it. But like the more I watched it, the more I started to understand. And like it just got better and better every time I saw it. Is Ridley so. Scott directing this? No, Ridley Scott is producing it. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but he directed The Arrival last year. And he's done a couple of other like really good sci-fi stuff. He's directing it. But he's nailing the aesthetic. The cinematography is amazing yeah. from this trailer. Yes. Every single frame is like yeah. masterfully composed. Absolutely. <laughs> so I am I am into this. Yeah. 
but I have to watch the first one. First. Yeah. Same uh, thing with Alien. I gotta watch Alien. Yes, you do. I got too much stuff I gotta <laughs> do. This is all the stuff I gotta do. I Alien, also directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah, like he is like the king of the of this aesthetic that I enjoy, but I never watch any. Ridley Scott is, he, you know, he's made a lot of great movies, but he's one of those directors that is very focused on the visual aesthetic, but he makes it work. Like he yeah. can like compose a shot like nobody's business, but still have the rest of the movie be good as opposed to some directors who are you know focused solely on the visual aesthetic and let everything else fall apart right you got any other, any other movie things because i got some video game things um do i have any other movie things oh did you hear old man Lo- uh, old man logan <laughs> did you hear logan might end up releasing as just black and white yes i did hear that may so, 16th i think yeah which i would totally like i i thought the movie was good like not amazing yeah. but one of my biggest complaints was that i felt like it needed to be stylized a little better and i think black and white would fix a lot of the problems <laughs> that i had with it it's weird because this is now the second major r-rated movie in like a few years to come out with a black and white version of itself really? the first one was mad uh, mad max Fury road oh I didn't there, was, know there was a black and white version of that it's called the that. black and chrome edition because of course it is yeah why why do they do that why they make a black and white movie? Because yeah, um, George Miller was like watching it, and he's like, you know, I think this will go look good in black and white. So Let's spend black, millions let's of dollars make black, to make it black and white. I don't think they spent a lot of money on that because that was a digital release, so they probably just like tweaked the. That's the thing. Like, it's not like you can just throw a filter over it and save as right. Know? Like every, you need to recolor every scene. right. If you want to do it right, you can yeah, yeah. be an asshole about it. But uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure like Miller did it well and i'm not i'm like judging from all the still photography that logan put out that was in black and white it looks like i feel like that was intended to be black and white and people said no yeah probably yeah like like the studio said no yeah which you know would make sense but i really didn't like the the color the aesthetic of it because it looked like every other superhero movie and this wasn't it didn't feel like every other superhero right so like give us Give us a better tone. Like, it looked too bright. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what this is about. Yeah. It needed to be stylized better. Samoan Stig says, Blade Runner is based off a book called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Yes. yes. I did hear about that. And book. it's uh, by Phil K. Dick. He also says, Arrival was a bad movie. He's you are the, the only person. The only person I know. <laughs> I have it. I haven't watched it yet. But, yeah. I've heard people say it was okay or it was really good. But, yeah. like, that's the range. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mikachu says, "Do you guys see Split M Night Shyamalan? It's amazing one for one of his best movies. Oh, I Split by M Night. Shyamalan. I heard it was like it's him returning to like being good. Yeah. Not only that, I heard about the twist. Or yeah, I heard I, the twist. The twist is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So I kind I kind of want to see that now. Yeah. <laughs> but the twist also has something to do with the next movie that he's gonna. Yes. Which is another big deal, but I don't want to say it because it's a spoiler. Yeah." Um, I didn't really have any other movie news aside from there was um, a clip from Transformers 5. Nope. Don't care. <laughs> Do not care. Stop making those movies or only release them in China. I don't care. Anthony Hopkins calls Mark Wahlberg dude. Why? And he doesn't just, he says, he says, dude. Why? <laughs> Why? What's his character? I don't know. Is, is it supposed to be funny? I don't know. All I know is apparently Transformers have been on Earth for millennia, and some of them were Knights of the Round Table. I know. I, I I know the synopsis is that he like Optimus gets King Arthur's sword. Yeah, and he and he like stabs Bumblebee with it, and he goes like, "Oh, I'm sorry." It's basically Transformers Five is basically the last Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> it's just that pace of yeah. Transformers. But all right, we can move on. I just want—I okay. just want to talk about Anthony Hopkins saying, "Dude." So, uh, Far Cry might end up being a western. Yeah, tell me about this because I don't know about this. I'm gonna read the Forbes article, even though I freaking hate Forbes. <laughs> I hate this guy who writes for Forbes because um, the, the title of the article is "Far Cry Five is probably set in Montana. Probably should not be a western." Okay, like, like why? Why would you like? Okay. I feel like Kotaku is allowed to have editorial titles like that, like opinionated things. Yeah. And I feel like Forbes is a little higher class than that. Right. You know? Because it's Forbes. Yeah. I feel like you shouldn't be thrusting your opinion out there. 
anyway, uh, there are a flurry of rumors about Far Cry 5. Ubisoft's not announced, but certainly happening next game in the franchise after the success of the series to date. Like Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft decided they would like... Ubisoft decided they would take some time off of Far Cry to avoid overexposure, but now it's looking like Far Cry 5 may be arriving this fall. When did Far Cry Primal come out? Last year, I think. 2016 or 2015? Let me look. Yeah, look that up because I'm curious about that. Yeah, February 23rd, 2016. Okay, so I guess the time they're taking off was a year. Like a, like a solid year, not yeah. like a, not like a Well, Far Cry year. Primal was really, like, it was the same map as Far Cry 4. Right. They just removed, like, all the modern stuff. Yeah, I think it was the same map as 3. 4. Because four, 4 4 had come out before that. I know, but I think they copied 3. I'm pretty sure it was... It was, it, it was a copy and paste. Yeah. It was just a reskin, pretty much. Yeah. And that's a lot of the reason why I didn't get it. Because I was sick of seeing the same freaking game. Plus, yeah. who wants to play in in uh, prehistoric prehistoric era? The weird thing is, a lot of people like wanted dinosaurs yeah. in the game. So when they heard the game takes place in you know prehistoric, yeah, everyone was like, "Yeah, <laughs> they, no." They did not get what they wanted. No. Apparently, it wasn't bad. Uh. The reason for this speculation is based on a number of sources, namely that the pre- production company that filmed the live-action trailer for Far Cry Primal is filming another trailer in Montana, and Montana residents have been interviewed by Ubisoft about an upcoming game. I think that this is the most shallow, <laughs> like, uh, speculation. And we do a lot of speculation here we on do. The Wolf Den, but we this really is, do. like, pretty baseless. Uh... This is this is the whole reason for the speculation. Kotaku's Jason Schreier, who's very reputable, yeah, the man with all the secrets. This article says has said he too has heard that the game is set in Montana, but has pointed out that everyone is assuming it's going to be a western based on that location, though there's no actual evidence exists to prove that's the case. So. People just think it's a Far Cry game because the people who filmed stuff for Far Cry Primal are filming stuff in Montana for a video game. Right. Nobody drew connections to Red Dead. Actually, I think they drew connections first to Red Dead. Yeah. And then said no, but they did something for Ubisoft once. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. They could also be working for Rockstar. They could. They have a portfolio. They, they could be uh, also, because I think Ubisoft owns Call of Juarez. And that could be coming back. There you go. Not that anybody wanted that. It could It could literally be anything, or it could not be a Western at all. They're yeah. just assuming it's a Western because it's being filmed in Montana. Yeah. Maybe they just need a desert setting. Yeah. Or a small or town. Or woodland setting. Or an yeah. urban or something. Like, there, there's no reason to think <laughs> that Far Cry would be in the West. Yeah. But... To this article's point, do you think it would be such a bad thing if Far Cry was in the West? I don't know, because like I've only played Far Cry three and four. Well, I played a little bit of the first one, and Far Cry is all about like big, wide open environments, um, traversal, uh, stealth, um, infiltrating bases, things like that. Um, I don't know if it would work in a Western setting. I mean, it might. But uh, the past few ones have been more like jungle environments. Right. You know, a tropical jungle, um, a desert, a African desert jungle. That's their shtick. Yeah. Like, they, maybe they did it in Montana just for the wilderness. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be the, um, the just the American wilderness or yeah. like, like the, the North American, like, woods or something. Yeah. Like, maybe it won't just... It might. It doesn't necessarily have to be a western, but I wouldn't think that the West, I think they could make a western work, like yeah. um, a lot, like a lot of Red Dead. You were out in the wilderness. Yeah, uh, you were fighting a lot of animals, and that's Far Cry's thing now is is fighting people and animals. Yeah, uh, having semi-automatic weapons or stuff like you did in Red Dead, I think that would work perfectly in something like Far Cry vehicles wouldn't work you would be yeah you would it would be horses which i guess there were no vehicles in far cry primal yeah so, i i don't think that it being a western would be particularly bad 
but I don't think that I don't think that this whole thing necessarily means that Far Cry Five is going to be a western. I right. think that that's like a silly connection to make. Mm-hmm. I I think. I think it, it could literally be anything. Ubisoft could literally be doing... This company could literally be doing anything for anybody. Yeah. Maybe Assassin's Creed is going to be a Western. Maybe, well, no. It's supposed to be Egypt. Oh, this excuse year. me. Excuse me. I'll, I'll, I won't play that either. Well, <laughs> actually, they took a year off for yeah. Assassin's Creed. So maybe they fixed their engine finally. Maybe. And what do you guys think about Far Cry being a Western? Um, AJ says, if the next Far Cry is a Western, I'm fine with it. But for their sake, they gotta stay the hell away from Red Dead. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, for their sake, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, the thing. They want to. I think the rumor is that they're gonna release something this year, and the rumor is that Assassin's Creed's. I mean, uh, Red Dead's gonna come out this year. Yeah. So that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be terrible timing. Yeah. Because uh, Red Dead's supposed to like break like every record ever. Yeah. So. so. I. I am a huge fan of westerns. That that western setting, I would be totally down for a Far Cry in the West, and I would buy it because I didn't buy the last one. I didn't mm-hmm. even play four. But I don't. I just think this rumor is stupid. Uh, Simone Stig says, "Do not compare Transformers to Fast and the Furious movies. The Fast movies are awesomely bad and a great time. A lot of people would say that about Transformers. Yeah, they're both ju- they're both bad. The first Transformers <laughs> movie." They're both over the top. The bad first movies. Transformers movie is good. Not great. Not awful. Good. I I stopped after Transformers too because that was just abysmal. I think I saw the first three, and after I mean they all just blur together, just nonsense. Well, yeah. Um, but no, they're the, they're the same type of movie. They're just over the top nonsense, but it's it's fun to watch yeah like yeah i mean i watched mark hamill give a talk about um he he, he's talking about star wars yeah and he's saying star wars doesn't have to be good it just has to make a lot of money (laughs) look at things and he's in front of like a lot of people yeah he's like look at transformers it's not a good movie but they love they love it over in china it's making a lot of money so they're gonna make another one and he goes, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> There's a lot of people here. Yeah. <laughs> but he's right. Yeah. Mid-game says Logus, Logan's aesthetic was amazing. I disagree. Uh, I just had one. Oh, Simone Six is. Oh, they're bad. It's just you have a fun time with a bad movie and knows what it is, and they have fun with it. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I don't think they know what they are. I really don't. I think they, I think they kind of do. I they, maybe the filmmaker does. I think something like Fast and the Furious. They're very self aware. I don't know about eventually. Eventually, they became self aware. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Um, I but I guarantee you, Vin Diesel does not have the first few movies are supposedly terrible until like the rock shows up i i think i've only ever seen five yeah and like i had a fun time watching that in theaters Mm -hmm. but i i knew that that was not like good (laughs) like it's not it's not a good film but it is it is a fun time and i understand why people would want to see it Mm -hmm. transformers that just went all one ear out the other yeah it doesn't interest me uh, and then a million people saying <laughs> that Arrival was good. Yeah. <laughs> now people are arguing about Transformers and Fast and Furious. I yeah. don't care <laughs> about either of those. Another video game news thing is that Mass Effect is delaying uh, is delaying Bioware's next game. Um, I have that uh, Bioware Montreal has scaled down and Mass Effect has been put on ice. Yes, that is yeah. the Kotaku article. Yes. By Jason Schreier. Uh, basically, they're, they, yeah, they they scaled down Bioware Montreal. A lot of the people who work there are working at Motive, apparently. Yes. Well, they, they move they, they move people from there to Motive. Yeah, because they're trying to shovel out um, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Battlefront. 
Uh, but yeah, basically, they had a bad test of the waters with Mass Effect. Andromeda, and yeah. people are worried that there might not be another Mass Effect game right. for at least a really long time. Yes. Because this was a... this was. I, I, I feel really bad for this game because it is a really good game. And it got a bad rap literally just because the animations are bad. Yeah. Some some of the time. Not even all of the <laughs> Which time. Which they're fixing. They're patching. Yeah, right. But unfortunately, that, that can't save it. Yeah. Like, I, this is supposed to be, like, one of the best games, like, ever. And it, it they, yeah, they it, botched the animation. So people think it's, like, a terrible game. Well, I feel like because there were other issues. There were glitches. There were, like, bugs. Apparently, the story is nowhere near as good as the no. other three Mass Effect games. And, like, all of that, like, those little things combined to make um, just a game that was not up to the standards of, right. you know, everything else. And the fact that it's a new team, because the other ones were done by Edmonton, uh, yeah. Bioware Edmonton. Um, so it's a new team trying it, and, like, they, they couldn't live up to the expectations. And it, it hurt the brand. This combined with uh, Mass Effect 3, everybody being mad about that ending. Right. So Mass Effect is, like, sort of tainted right now. Even though, like, everybody likes the first three games. So, I feel like them putting it on the shelf for now, at least for now, let it, like, disappear for a little bit while everybody works on Star Wars or uh, Dylan, their next, Bioware's next game, codenamed Dylan. Yeah. And then... Which I want to talk about. Because, uh, apparently, let me see if I could find it in this article. Apparently, that's, like, a Destiny-style game. Right. Last month, the number of Bioware Montreal employees were transferred to Motive, blah, blah, blah. Uh, those remaining at Bioware Montreal will help support Bioware's other games, including the new intellectual property codenamed Dylan, which we expect the company to announce at E3. Bioware Montreal will also continue to patch and support Andromeda. Uh, Andromeda's multiplayer. Bioware's main studio in Edmonton is heading up Dylan, while Bioware's other studio in Austin is also helping with the game. Oh, it doesn't say anything else about the freaking game. But apparently it's supposed to be like uh like a pseudo MMO. It's a shooter mm-hmm. that takes a lot of influence from games like Destiny and The Division. Right. Which I think would be sick. But stop saying that it takes influence <laughs> from The Division because I did not like that game. Apparently that game got better. I, I know, but how? <laughs> they, I don't know. They, I don't think they ever fixed... The biggest gripe that I had with it, which is that if you play with somebody who's a higher level than you, all the enemies will be right. that level. I mean, so it I is don't... unplayable if you play with anybody who is a different level. Than I mean, you. I don't know. I stopped following that game a long time ago, but yeah. So I am all for having another type of MMO style shooter. Mm-hmm. Pseudo, pseudo MMO. What do they call it? Uh, there's a word for it. I don't know. I don't know, but like a pseudo MMO, I'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that, as long as it takes more influence from Destiny and less influence from the Division. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, Pokemon! This is Bob. That's selfish of you. Just because you don't care doesn't mean they should stop. Some like me love them. That's pretty selfish thinking and entitled. I'm entitled. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Um, I'm assuming that means Transformers and. What 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 did I I I forgot what I said when I said I don't care was it Transformers and, Trans, and Transformers and Fast yeah yeah I I didn't say stop making those movies unless I did in which case I'm sorry I said I don't want to talk about it because I don't care <laughs> this is our show yeah and we talk about what we like and don't like yeah <sighs> although Transformers they should stop making Transformers yeah no they Fast really and the should. Furious fine do whatever you want Transformers I actually did say they should stop making Transformers only do it in China Transformers stop making Transformers Fast and the Furious do whatever the hell you want maybe now's the time to bring G.I. Joe back give them a shot I heard those movies were actually pretty fun I have the first one the you fir- have it you own it I own it why I think I got it as a gift okay I'll allow it the first the first one is it's not like Transformers where they try to be serious but then they do all the poop and fart jokes and all the weird stuff <laughs> The G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra is actively trying to be the cartoon. And it, it sort of works. 
Cobra Commander is screwed up, but like other than that, it sort of works. Apparently, uh, the second one, Retaliation, is like an actual like decent movie because mm-hmm. it has The Rock, but I didn't see that. All right, well, that's all the stories I have. All right, I have anything? two, okay. both comic book related. Um, you know what's in right now in the world of comics? Fascism. In what way? And well, you got Captain America is currently um an agent of hydra so i had that explained to me yeah and it makes a lot more sense now so captain america is an agent of hydra but apparently the timeline i'm spoiling it i don't yeah care. apparently the the timeline changed and Hydra's good now no so <laughs> the way i understand it is the timeline changed so that the axis won world war ii and that Hydra was the leader of the Axis, not the Nazis. Because remember, they're different. That's the thing. Like, apparently Hydra was only colluding with the Nazis because they thought that the Nazis would win World War II. Yes. They don't actually want to kill the Jews. <laughs> right. But the Allies got their hands on the Cosmic Cube and altered history to make it look like they won. And that Captain America was on their side. But now Captain America is waking up to the fact that, oh, I've always been a Hydra agent. Always. Forever. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) That is dumb. So they're warping history. And it's been a big disaster, a big PR nightmare for Marvel because they took a character who's the symbol of, you know, America and American freedom, American exceptionalism, and basically turned him into a character who's associated, you know, whether intentionally or not, Hydra is associated with fascism. That's just the way it is. So, which, is, which it should be. Yeah. That's the way, like, I like that, that Hydra is basically the kid version of Nazis. Yeah. So, for, like, a year or two, they've been, like, saying, like, nope, that's just the way Captain America is. He's, he's an agent of Hydra. Deal with it. And then Secret, Secret Empire came out, and everyone's, like, all mad. So, finally, Marvel said, just wait. <laughs> just wait and see where we go with this. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I did hear that, that yeah. they came out, and they said, would you just give it a chance? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that Nick Spencer, the guy who was writing it, is like totally blowing everybody off about it. He's like, yo, I, well, I'm not cool with this, Nick Spencer. And he's just like, yes, you are. <laughs> so, but that being said, DC wanted some of this uh, fascism pie. And <laughs> they're going to be releasing Nightwing the New Order, a six-issue miniseries <laughs> by Kyle Higgins and Trevor McCarthy set in a future version of the DC Universe where, after an yet as yet undisclosed relevatory event, Dick Grayson himself will turn on the metahuman heroes of the dc world helping the government establish a militaristic regime called the crusaders to hunt down and eliminate superpowered individuals this is a story does of- that include jews yes or no no <laughs> it includes superman this book takes place 12 years after dick grayson kills superman oh yes i actually kind of like that yes now as opposed to the way Marvel has handled things recently, DC is going out of their way to assuring you that this is not the de facto Dick Grayson. They're this not. Is an, this is an Elseworld. The, yes, they're or not. What if? It, it takes place in the future. They're not saying whether or not it's canon, but it takes place in the future, so like that can change. Right. Um, they're not rewriting Dick Grayson's history to say he's always been a Nazi. Right. Um, it's only going to be six issues. So it's not like in the proper Nightwing title. So and it, ha- it affects nothing of what's going on. And they're coming out and saying that the story is going to be about Dick Grayson fi- realizing that, hmm, maybe this isn't the right thing to do. <laughs> After he's already killed Superman. Yes. I like that. Yeah. yeah that's pretty like, good. This is they're the... doing the opposite of what Marvel yes. was doing. Ooh, I burped. Yeah, that was a weird burp. So yeah, they're coming out and they're saying like, hey, we're doing something similar, but don't worry. It doesn't affect anything. Right. Like, I feel like that's a good way to handle the situation and not tell the fans that we're stupid and we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> right. Please give us a chance. Yes. No. Um, so there's that. Um, well, I think DC should go all in with, uh, with Nightwing as the Tumblr model that he is and give people a comic... That is like Pretty Boy Dick Grayson. They they did. That was called Grayson. Just called Grayson. It was when he was like a spy. It was like a teen like 
thing. It wasn't a teen like thing, but like it, it, they really they need, emphasize they need, to, they need to appease the deviant art. They they really like played up that aspect of him because like okay. he would always like train in his like gym shorts in front of like the girls and they talk about his butt all the time. That's what they need to yeah. do. They need that. Um, speaking of comic book news, um, I found this article and it really sort of highlights um, the messed up way comics are sold. So nobody really knows what the best-selling comic of April was. <laughs> okay. According to Diamond, like, you know, the distributor company that, like, has a monopoly and everything. According to Diamond, the number one ranked comic um, is Secret Empire Zero. That, okay. that was the best-selling comic in April. And what that means is most comic book stores, comic book stores bought the most of that particular issue. Now. In second place is the lenticular variant of Batman 21. Oh, the button. The button, yes. Yeah. That's the one where like you, you turn you turn it and it's Batman holding the button and you turn it and it's a flash holding the button. The regular version of Batman 21 is number seven. However... How would a variant sell more? However, if you combine the sales of both, Batman 21 is the best-selling comic of April. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is so annoying. Yeah. So they're going by they go by skews then. I guess, but even still, like, cause yeah, the that would never happen in video games. Yeah. Oh wait, the variant cover did cost well, a dollar more. I guess it would if it was Pokemon. Yeah. Something like a Pokemon, like uh, X yeah. and Y. Yeah. And um, apparently, Flash Twenty One, the lenticular version, was the fifth selling best selling comic, and Flash Twenty One, the regular version, was the eleventh. If you combine those two, that's like the number two. Best-selling comic of April. Okay, so the so the best-selling comic of April was the Batman, button Batman Twenty One. Yeah, yes. and the, yeah, so, so the, the beginning of the button. So period, end of story. Well, no, because according to Diamond, <laughs> Secret Empire Zero was the best-selling single issue. Well, it's, of, they just go by skews. It's, it's that's not how the ranking should be. I mean, it, for the this is just an example of how like Diamond's hold on the comic distribution market is just really messed up and doesn't make any sense and is like kind of harmful to publishers and retailers and to fans so i feel like that's an internal thing that they never meant to have like a no they release the sales numbers all the time so it's just i don't know yeah however it is dumb that a variant can sell more than a regular because it is supposed to be a variant. Yeah. Like a limited thing. Yeah. But that's that's, dumb. that's the world we live in. I read it, by the way, and it was very good. Yes. It was very good. I thought, I, the, I, I, I thought the final issue was supposed to come out this week. It apparently comes out next week. Oh, okay. Flash 22. I'll have to read that. So that's, that's all the news I got. I feel like the Flash uh, issue got uh, the short end of the stick. <laughs> it was like just filler. Did you read the Flash? Yeah, I read the I read the three. The oh, you did read the Thrill three. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the Flash one was just pure filler. It, it was like transitional, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Apparently, like, I this next one like it should be like a big deal. I feel like they expected the Flash to sell less copies. So Probably. They, so they yeah. were just like, let's let's yeah, just take uh, a break. Yeah. So if you are short on time, skip the Flash one. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, leave us your questions and comments in the chat. Yeah, we will talk to you. Or if you're not here with us now, you can either use the hashtag WolfdenLive on Twitter. Or you can leave a comment on our YouTube video, mm -hmm. on the YouTube, archived YouTube video, and we will read that. Yes, but first, I have to pee. You're gonna pee in the middle I, of a, of yeah, a show. I'm holding, I've been wow. Like Fast half hour. All right. Well, I'm gonna read some All of these right, things. You uh, May third. When was that? Was that last week? Yes. Okay, that was last week. So, Fred, uh, will. If I send you the books needed, would you do One Piece through Arlong Park? I will tell you for him, the answer is probably no. But he will take anything for free. Also, Sean Gordon Murphy is coming to my Comic-Con. Hyped. I love him. He is great. Uh, Simone Stick says, what did you think of Guardians? Oh, I wanted to talk about that. I even tweeted that I would talk about this. And Fred isn't the only one that uses this hashtag. <laughs> So we got Fred, Samoan Stig, and uh, Justin are the three people that that use the freaking hashtag. Uh, Guardians was freaking awesome. I loved it. A lot of people thought it was, wasn't was that good. 
I don't think Will saw it, which is why we didn't talk about it. Uh, I thought it was freaking awesome. Uh, I could see why people thought it wasn't that good or that it was like filler or something because like the, you didn't really know what the plot was until like the end of the movie, but I thought it was a fun time until you got there. You know, you didn't see guardians, right? No, no. Um, seeing it Friday. Hopefully I I thought it was good. I heard, I heard it was good. Um, I know about, um, the original guardians are in it. Um, I know about the Mary Poppins line. Uh, and that's all I know. That was really that was really funny. Yeah. Mary Poppins line. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Some of it was a little like, all right, I get it. This is gonna end in a joke, right? But uh, no, it was. I thought it was freaking great. It was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So whatever. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that this weekend. Looking at last week's Wolf Den Live. Yes. Uh, As a lot I. of comments. Uh, Common Boy. Well, I stopped reading comics about five years ago because of changing jobs, moving getting married and then having a kid and mainly just not having the money anymore. I was reading mainly DC and now that I'm doing better financially, I picked up a few DC rebirth comics. My question is having missed most of the new 52, am I going to be lost getting back into any of those titles I used to read those titles being those titles being just about everything. Justice league, flash, green lantern, green arrow, Superman, Batman, wonder woman, etc. Lucky for you. If you jump into rebirth, Chances are you're not going to be confused. I say the only ones that might be slightly confusing is Superman, especially in the beginning. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Batman is, I think, going to start referencing things from the New 52 because Snyder's coming back. Snyder and Capullo are coming back. But other than that, you're fine. Aaron asks, is that a picture of Loki's helmet behind you or a head crab from Half-Life 3? Because I thought it was a head crab this whole time. That is Loki's helmet uh, painted by Sam Spratt. It's a print. It's yes. not an actual painting. <coughs> uh, Gar Chompy says, The fully charged state of the Master Sword means it acts the same as if you are near the Ganon gunk stuff. So 60 damage and indestructible, I believe. So that makes a lot of sense. Also, uh, Mohammed says... What non-superhero comic book would you like, would you want made into a video game? What studio would you want to handle it? So non-superhero comic book Hmm. made into a video game. Sex Criminals. Right. (laughs) What studio? You're going to say Telltale. No, I don't know. Because I want Rockstar. Because it would have to be like good gunplay, um, heists, and and doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it. I don't know. Uh... Non superhero com. Oh, can I say Trigun? Oh manga. yeah, they I were supposed that. to do that. I know, um, like yeah. three times. Yeah, <laughs> every time it felt through. Oh, they had a Korean MMO. Oh yeah, yeah, called Planet Gunsmoke. Yeah, but there was going to be a game called Planet Gunsmoke. Yeah, and it, it fell through. I know they made gun gra- two Gungrave games and stuff. Yeah, and I actually enjoyed the Gungrave mm-hmm. games. Uh, so yeah, that's what I would pick. Yeah. Um, or. No, they did make a Cowboy Bebop game. And yeah. Apparently, it was like, it. okay. Yeah. I think um, Digital Gaming did a video on that recently. They did. They uh, in Japan. I think the biggest deal of that game is that you get to see what the ship is like. Yeah. The layout of the ship. Yeah. Uh, uh, Darth Plagueis. Yes. Darth Plagueis the Wise. Will it be necessary to watch all the Netflix Marvel shows before watching Defenders? I have not watched Iron Fist yet due to all the negative reviews. I hope not. Uh, yeah, me too. Um. If you've watched them all but Iron Fist, I think you'll be okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I hope not. I hope I could just watch the Defenders. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite comment. Oldytron says, it still, makes me abs- it still makes absolutely no sense how three separate timelines, this is talking about Zelda, would just converge when they each have such different trajectories. That is by far the dumbest theory that keeps getting repeated on the internet since that's not how alternate timelines work. Did you know <laughs> that a theoretical physicist watches our ch- channel i did not i did not know that a theoretical physicist um watches this and i hope he can tell us all about all, how alternate timelines work <laughs> because as far as i knew they were made up <laughs> yep 
Uh, and then there's comments of him arguing with like I know. some other guy. <laughs> over and over again. Um so yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. Now now we're uh now we're in the chat. Now we're in the chat, everybody. Sonic the Headshot says, my favorite anime is Home Improvement. <laughs> it was the first thing I saw. Uh, blah, blah, blah. People liked Guardians. Uh, Calypso, what do you think about them using Ego as Peter's dad instead of Jason? Who's Jason? His actual dad. <laughs> is that is that also a planet? No. No? No. Well, never mind. I don't care because I never read any of the comics. I feel like that was a way to make uh, Peter Quill like much more important than like he is in the comics. Like, give him much more of a heavier like backgrounds, you know, much more uh, prominence. Um, and also, too, it gives you an excuse to cast Kurt Russell as a planet. So it also gives you a little bit of an excuse to have him more beat up. Yeah, like he could take like bigger punches now yeah he's not just human he's part planet <laughs> mm-hmm. uh tevia says question what is your opinion on rocksteady making a superman game um i mean as long as they don't make it like the batman games i think they'll be good you know not one-to-one you know like the arkham games because superman fights differently um he flies differently um so yeah there was a really good video on the Digital Gaming Channel about a canceled Superman game. Yeah, I think that, the the Factor Five game. Yeah, and that's awesome, and it looks really good. Yeah, one day, one day we'll get a good Superman game. Did I tell you about that game, uh, Shakan, that I played on the Sega Genesis? Yes. So Shakan is Shakan. What's it called? Shakan the Forever Man. Yeah. It is a terrible game, but I like the idea that he is invincible, mm-hmm. and if you die in a level, you just get sent back to the beginning. So I think that's a pretty cool way to do indestructibility in a game. Yeah. Uh, AJ says, "Why can't I play Sonic on my Switch right now?" And that's a very, that's good, a question. very good question. We should have Sonic Mania by now. It's not out at all yet, right? It's still, it got delayed. That is really unfortunate. Yeah. But you know what? A delayed game is better than a broken game. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we, there's no there's no date for it. Mm-hmm. Initial release date, 2017. God, that image looks so cool. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, yeah. The Wikipedia image. I'm not pulling it up on screen. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Uh... Corey in the House on DS is still my top favorite. Says <laughs> Simon. I remember that because I used to work at GameStop. Yep. Uh, Mikachu, have you seen any of the cutscenes from Injustice 2? Some people are uploading like the first 18 minutes. It's awesome. Kind of wish DC movies could be like that. Uh, I've seen some of the cutscenes, not like the whole um, movie version, the first 18 minutes of it. Um, yeah, no, Injustice 1 was very good. Injustice 2 looks just as good. Yeah, uh, I, I watched you play all of the first Injustice. Yeah. It was only like three hours long. It's yeah, like, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like a, like a, it's long a really movie. short game, yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, no, it was really good. I'm excited for the second one. Uh, I don't know if I would want the movies to be like that though, because it's really only only works in a video game. So, and no, I have not seen the the cutscenes. Yeah. Uh, question: Do you think that Hellboy reboot is going to be good or bad? Tevye says. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Oh no, we didn't talk. We about didn't it, whether say we... whether it was good or bad. We just we were sad that Del Toro is not involved anymore. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I I I think it has a lot of potential for failure though. Yeah. So, cuz you don't have somebody who's as like strict and stringent in his vision as Del Toro. Like Neil Marshall's a good director, but he's not as like meticulous as Del Toro is, so. we got oh tevia did remind me on um, that they recently announced a deadpool animated series coming to fxx showrunner donald glover wow yeah that guy has to stop working yeah <laughs> fred thank you for posting my twitch mm-hmm. i am going to stream on twitch right now pretty much after this yeah uh where i draw the thumbnail for this week's wolf Den Live. one more question simon uh Magart, you think they will make a theme switch? Any theme switches anytime soon? Because I would spend all my money on those. The holidays. Yeah, you think like the first holiday they'll have like 
a Zelda, a Mario themed Switch. Actually, or... I don't know. Yeah. No, maybe next year. Yeah, that's definitely a next year thing. They're going to keep releasing different colored Joy-Cons, but uh, mm-hmm. I really hope when they make a themed Switch, they make themed Joy-Cons. Oh, they'll definitely make themed Joy-Cons. I don't know if they'll make like an actual themed Switch itself, though. Yeah. Yeah, because like, that's just like a flat black tablet. Let me tell you, some of the colorware options... I'm, I'm was screwed around and I made a Famicom colored one. Oh, yeah. It looks sick. Nice. It's $550, though, if Ooh, you want. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I will be streaming on on Twitch after this. Uh, I usually sh- draw the thumbnail. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to try to do it as quickly as possible because I have a lot of other things I need to do. Thank you for being here. Everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, you can chat with us live every Wednesday night at 9 right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you don't want to do that for whatever reason, we post the archive version of this show on Thursday. On YouTube.com slash Wolfden. And if you prefer to listen to us in audio format, you can do that on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And if you listen to us there, please make sure to subscribe to us there and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. I'd also like to thank Amit and Muhammad for subscribing to us while we are streaming. Thank I'm you, sure guys. there's more than that, but <laughs> that's the only ones that are coming up. Uh... So again, thank you. I will be on Twitch right now. Fred put the link in the chat already. It's twitch.tv slash bobwolf. And now I'm an affiliate, so you can cheer at me if you want. That's it. I don't know yeah. when the subscriptions come. But thank you guys for being here, and we will see you later. Goodbye. Bye.